Hello and welcome to the Saltcast. Today I welcome Jason Parr. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ryan. If if I could sing, I would sing just the two of us. We could make it if we try. But I cannot sing, so I will not subject anybody to that type of. Uh, hey, at least now sadness. everyone everyone can like hear it in their head, and it'll be yeah. stuck in their own head. So half the people are angry, half the people are happy. Some people do not like other people creating a, a song that sticks with them all day, but it's true. It is. It is. You know, one of the things I like to do to my kids is, especially my oldest, is I'll sing some baby song like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, but I won't finish it. And so then she'll, she has to finish it. So I yep. get her every time. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hey, why are you singing no. baby songs for? What? Dad? So the joys of being a dad. Indeed. Um, so today I thought we'd kind of talk about subscriptions. You know, I've been thinking about everything that I subscribe to and man, there is a lot. And, you know, I, we use this app called true bill kind of manage our subscriptions. Oh. You know, I, I see it all the time. And so you can see everything you subscribe to and how much it amounts to. And sometimes you're, you're, taken aback because you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. And so it helps you evaluate what subscriptions you do or don't need. And we, you know, we subscribe to like 25 different things. And you just don't realize like, holy smokes. And so, you know, that just gets you thinking that, you know, these subscription packages, you know, it could be these cool boxes. It could be, you know, we have, you know, these, these cool scent things, that come mm -hmm. and we plug it into the wall and they come monthly, which is, which is nice. And, you know, I subscribe to Netflix, of course, and things like Disney plus. Still? And... <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. They, they had you their know, first, uh, their first drop off, the first decline in the I, decade, but there's a lot of competitors out there. You know, you might there have is. Netflix, but you've also got, uh, people who now might have up to a dozen different streaming services oh, yeah. on subscription right and so that just got me thinking the you know as this kind of new business model ramps up i know states are going to be looking into capturing this this new source of revenue potentially and so i know i've seen i've gotten notices for calendly and other services saying hey we're now going to be charging sales tax you know, which makes me wonder, it's like, they must have had an audit and the auditor is like, no, these taxes, these services are taxable. So I was wondering, you know, if you could kind of, you know, talk about subscription packages and the taxability and, and what to look out for. Yeah. Subscription, the, the model of selling things by subscription, and even we sell our sales tax return services by subscription, right? It's a, it's a guaranteed monthly amount that you can pay every month and it's, all full turnkey inclusive and and we just handle it for you and our clients really like that because you know you used to be set up on the per return maybe you had to pay a year in advance and then you have this true up at the end of the year because it's estimated how many you're going to file and then you go back and forth you get registered in more states you have an increase in filings etc and then you have kind of this i call it a surprise bill at the end of the year it's not really mm. a surprise. I mean, it's something that you, you signed on the agreement, and, th and this happens to all of us, but you're not thinking throughout the year. 
that you're going to get this kind of this big balloon bill at the end of the year after you already paid for the service up front. Anyway, I won't get into the weeds on that. But <laughs> so it really comes down to people really appreciate just that monthly service, not having to do the true-ups. It's not per the item that's sold. It's just one fee. You get everything in the box. You get everything in the service. You have access to more and more things. So this is convenient for sellers because they can increase revenues because of the ease by which you get someone engaged on a subscription. And just like you with the plug-in sense, it's something that's valuable to you. You enjoy that aspect. You don't really have to think about it. You don't have to run the store and buy those things. It just comes to you. But mm -hmm. subscriptions add complexity when it comes to sales tax. That's for sure. It goes right back to um, the three questions that we always talk about, right? So just talking about Nexus in general. Question number one, do I have Nexus? Well, when, when states look at uh, economic Nexus specifically, um, because a lot of these things are provided online or uh, through mail order or whatever the case may be, um, so, so you're really looking at economic nexus over physical nexus. But when you're looking at economic nexus, it might be the number of transactions that are coming in. And with the subscription, sometimes that can ramp up because it's every mm -hmm. month and you get more customers paying every month in a particular state. It might be transactions or uh, it could be the economic threshold on your sales or it could be both. Uh, it could be one or the other. Uh, sometimes it's and. So transactions and uh, sales volume. Sometimes it's or. Uh, and a lot of states are kind of doing away with the transaction concept, but there's still states out there that have it. So you got to figure that out when it comes to each state where you have subscriptions going into that state. And then the state also looks at um, whether it's gross sales or if they're just looking at taxable sales. Um, and then they might be looking at different time periods. So a state may say, we're looking at last calendar year or we're looking at the last rolling 12 months. So you're consistently having to look at where that threshold gets. But when it comes down to a state looking at um, gross sales um, based on taxable sales, you run right into that second question that we ask, is what I sell taxable? And it gets more and more complicated because more and more states, 50 years ago, when sales tax was imposed, it was tangible property. Everything was focused on tangible property. Very few states, if any, ever taxed a service, right? But nowadays, um, more and more states are taxing more and more services. And so you gotta start looking at whether the service that you sell falls within a particular umbrella. And subscriptions go across the board. It might be a streaming yeah. service. So am I selling into a state where I've crossed a threshold for Nexus and my streaming service is sold as a streaming service or it's sold as um, the transfer of tangible property or is it sold as the transfer of audiovisual works, right? States have different categories. And I like to say that states are about 10 years behind technology, typically the way the, the laws are written. And so there's oftentimes the states are looking at how does this item fit within our current statute or um, across the board, do we need to pass new laws to capture some of this revenue? Um, so it could be a streaming service. It could be uh, other products. You could sell a box that includes food, which is likely not taxable in several states. 
It could include supplements, which might be taxable in some states or be taxed at a reduced fee in some states or not taxable at all. And then that might be included with some lifestyle products that are taxable. And so now you're looking at a bundled <sighs> box that's got taxable and non-taxable items. You're charging one fee. And then you got to figure out, is the state going to tax that box because it has one taxable item in it? Is there a de minimis amount of taxable items it can have in comparison to others? Am I supposed to tax the box partially? So do Gosh. I just charge partial tax on that? All questions that you have to ask. And I'm not trying to scare people away because it's the last thing I want to do, right? We are the sales tax people and we provide you peace of mind. So I'm not trying to scare you away. I just am trying to give you an understanding that it's complicated. There's some complex aspects to it. So the way I simplify it is, number one, we look at every state individually. We look at your sales transactions into that state, and we determine, do you have nexus? Number two is what you sell taxable. We can pull all that information and give you that guidance and provide that input and also help you get set up on an automated approach that, that knows when to charge tax in what state at the accurate rate, right? So that, that all can be handled without you having to make these decisions. And then really when it comes down to it, especially with subscription boxes or streaming or software as a service is another big one, you're not going to find very many states. There might be a few out there that say, okay, software as a service, taxable, right? You're not going to go out there and find the statute that says software as a service is taxable. It's going to be taxed as an information service or a data processing service, or um, they're going to find a way to say the way we sell software would actually bring software as a service in to taxability, even though no tangible property is being provided. <laughs> and so you, you just need those types of answers. That's the peace of mind that you need. I just need to know, is it taxable? Do I need to be set up where I'm collecting tax? Do I have a responsibility? And so that's really the third question, right, that we always talk about. Am I responsible for collecting the tax if I have nexus and what I sell is taxable? And that just comes down to how I sell my product, whether I sell it on a marketplace platform which might have the responsibility, or do I sell it on my own platforms, my own website, my own stores, and do I have that responsibility to collect and remit that tax? So all those questions can be answered, and you can have some confidence and peace of mind when it comes to it. I think what's important to note here is don't ignore it. Don't assume. Please yeah. don't assume. I sell subscription services. There's no way what I sell would exceed a threshold in a given state for nexus or that they would even tax it I, i'm i'm certain they wouldn't tax it don't make those assumptions we can chat we can walk you through it we can help you understand what each state would do in your business model based on what you sell how you sell it uh, and the volumes that you sell it in um, you want answers to those questions because ignoring your potential sales tax responsibility is probably the most costly mistake that you can make. A lot of times you think, man, compliance in post-Wayfair marketplace, it's just going to be so costly, so complicated, so overwhelming. And it truly is not. Uh, we can give you very concise answers to the questions that you have. If you have a responsibility, we can help you mitigate any type of out-of-pocket dollars or penalty or interest we can help you get compliant that's what gives you peace of mind 
you don't have peace of mind if you're constantly wondering. When we go to different shows and people are walking around, we ask them the question, sales tax keeping you awake at night? Yeah. <laughs> and if someone says, oh, man, it sure is, we can totally understand, right? And we can have a good conversation about how you can start getting some uh, peace when it comes to sales tax. If the answer is no, <laughs> then our response is, should it? <laughs> uh, have you looked at it? Do you, do you know what your potential responsibility is? That's the key, finding out what that is, and then you can move forward with, with some confidence and peace of mind. Um, now, I've talked about a lot of things, but just coming back to your question on uh, subscription billing, because there's such an increase in companies across the board um, yeah. and individuals who are uh, selling subscription services or products in some form or fashion. And it's only going to keep getting bigger because it's it's such a convenient way to, to run right. a business. Um, all I can say about it is you need to find those answers because s selling products and services in this format adds some complexity to compliance and getting things right. Um, but we, we can get you to that point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we say complex a lot because it is, but, you know, that's why we're in business is because it is complex and we can answer those questions. We know where to find them. We know how to get the answers and we know how to, to help you out. And, and so there's a, there's a place to go. You should like, like you said, Jason, you shouldn't be scared, but I think the scariest part is not knowing because, you know, I've had quite a few conversations just through live chat with, with people doing the same thing and, and they're nervous. Like I want to do it right. I'm, I'm unsure of what to do. But usually just a quick conversation with us can, can ease your mind as to what you should be doing. It's so um, true. It's so true. As complex so as true. it is, we try to simplify it so that yeah. you just have greater confidence taking the next yeah. steps. Yeah, because, you know, even looking on the Internet, you can find blanket answers, you know, you, that, but you can't – a lot of times you can't find your specific example. So you're still unsure of how you should move forward yep. or what you should do next. That's why we got the what's next call. <laughs> you can get, you know, you know, ask your, your questions and we'll give you the right answer. Um, so and don't thank be you, Jason. The what's next call either. Right. Right. A lot of times people are like free consultation, uh, mm. hard sell. Uh, I'm just here for the golf clubs, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're not trying to sell you a timeshare or anything like that, and we're not going. It's not going to be a hard sell scenario. We really want to learn about you, and we're happy for you to learn about us. And uh, sometimes people don't believe this concept, but we really believe in helping other people. When you help other people, you help yourself. So, at the conclusion of of our conversation, um, we're perfectly happy if you've gained some confidence. And you don't either you're in a situation where you don't even need our services or we're really not the right answer for you in, right. in whatever suggestions that we've made. Or you just don't even want to move in the direction that we've suggested. As long as right. you walk away with greater confidence and peace of mind, we're perfectly happy. Right. Um, that really is definitely our goal. You get to that point. Um, yes. And if that turns into a, a relationship, then that's awesome. And if it doesn't and you're happy. And that's awesome.
All right. Well, Jason's, thanks so much for being on with me today. And, you know, we hope to see you guys on another one. All right, man. Have a good one.